This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Joining us now in the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina righty, Garrett Saylor. Garrett, good to see you, man. How you doing? Doing good. How are you? Doing great. Coming off a two-in-one weekend for the Pirates. Uh, got things going on Friday with a win over Indiana. Had a, uh, a slip-up good game against Long Beach State. Two good baseball teams going at it on Saturday. And then a huge eighth inning last night uh, where you guys knock off Georgetown. So, 2-1 two and one weekend, 2-2 two and two overall in the week. How you feeling after a week of baseball? I mean, I feel pretty good. I think... Uh... I think after that Tuesday game, kind of kind of a wake-up call for us. I thought we had a pretty solid weekend. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to uh, this coming up week. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I remember Cliff Godwin, after the Tuesday game, the loss to Duke, said, we're going to have a good practice on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. What's a practice like after a loss like that? It sounded like you had something planned for you guys. Uh, no, nah, I mean, yeah, it, it was definitely a tough practice. Guys, he just uh, made an emphasis of guys flying around, um, being aggressive during practice. Um uh, I it wasn't necessarily a long practice, but we went hard. Yeah, uh, and Cliff Godwin said yesterday after the game we might see you start coming up one day this week. Uh, we will see you on the mound. But had heard that some some rumors, Garrett. I hadn't talked to you about it, but uh, about uh, potentially a sickness and yeah. uh, something happened to you early in the season. So what uh, what exactly were you going yeah. through there early? Um, well, I started feeling bad that Sunday game of George Washington started feeling bad and then um felt okay on monday and then i woke up tuesday feeling like really bad um i didn't i didn't go to the doctor until like at that wednesday but um but yeah lost like 10 pounds sore throat body aches but um i've gained some weight back uh got my energy back but yeah so you've been battling through that here early in the season, uh, along mm-hmm. with trying to get outs on the yeah. field. So not the way you script uh, nah. the start to a season, no, but, but good thing it's a long season. Yeah. So and yeah. and look, your part of your story is kind of bouncing back mm-hmm. several times, right? Yeah. So you've been through this before. Uh, you know how to come out of it. So not a big deal, right? No, no. Yeah. Uh, last year started off kind of slow, so starting off kind of slow this this year, but. We'll, uh, we'll be all right. And uh, Coach Godwin said you and Coach Knight have been working through some things, talking about some things. So uh, what have those conversations been like with yeah, the pitching it's, coach? It's, yeah, it's more mental anything. It's it's nothing to do with my mechanics. My mechanics are fine. It's all uh, it's all a mental game. Uh, that's all baseball is, 90% mental. So, yeah, just talking with Coach, coach Knight about that, talk with Coach G about that too, just trying to get my head back in the right space. Busy week for the Pirates coming up as East Carolina – We'll uh, take on Queens and Elon back-to-back, and you guys are going on a little uh, mini road trip here, mm-hmm. right? So you'll leave tomorrow, and uh, you'll be staying overnight. You won't be coming home between games, right? No, no, yeah, yeah. We leave uh, leave tomorrow in the morning, uh, travel to Charlotte, play Queens that night. Um, after after we play Queens, I believe we, we're going to drive to Elon, spend the night in Elon, and then play on Wednesday, come back uh, to Greenville Wednesday night. And uh, right now, 0-2 in the midweek, Garrett, so trying to snap out of that. I mean, yeah, something, something about those midweeks, but, <laughs> but we'll, be, we'll be good. And part of it is good competition. We were looking at the polls uh, before we came on the air. Campbell was the top 25 team yeah. now. Yeah. You know how good Duke can be. What's crazy is East Carolina had won so many games in a row against Duke, and they're a good team every mm-hmm. year. You had their number. They were kind of due to finally get you guys one time. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're definitely a quality opponent and uh they they beat us pretty good uh last tuesday so um but i mean it's 
nothing to hang our heads on. I mean, got a long season, so. And uh, I got to imagine the arms feeling pretty good. No uh, work this weekend, so you're yeah, rested, yeah. ready to go. The arms feeling good, ready to go this week. Garrett Saylor joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios. Uh, big weekend for ECU with the Keith LeClaire Classic. How cool is it to wear? I remember in the '90s, Garrett. A lot of teams started going with the sleeveless uh, and the, the short sleeve undershirt. You guys had the '23 jerseys this weekend. The '23 hats. How cool is it to go out there as a team and uh, represent that uh, '23 that Keith yeah, Leclerc wore? No, it's it's awesome. I mean, Coach Leclerc's legacy. It's. Uh, I mean, it's it's what our culture is about, um, and uh, it's it's pretty cool uh, wearing those jerseys, honoring him. Um, and it was a good weekend to do that. Yeah, and uh, you had the family of uh, Coach LeClaire there. Jacob Jenkins Coward said last week that when newcomers come in, freshmen or transfers, they read coaching third, they talk mm-hmm. about it with the team. So yeah. is that something you went through as well? Yeah, yeah, I did. I went through that freshman year, read coaching third. Um, he gave Coach G gave us the book that summer, um, read it throughout the summer, and then came back in the fall, and uh, we did like a, a book report on it uh, in front of the whole team. So, yeah. And uh, another great weekend of crowds at Clark LeClaire Stadium. I was out there Saturday and went yesterday as a uh, jungle dweller. And uh, a lot of folks out there, Garrett, uh, having a good time in Greenville. So those big crowds from really the last decade or whatever but uh have continued on this year it's great to see yeah it's awesome i mean the weather's been amazing yeah lately. it's it's kind of surprising usually in uh february it's freezing cold like fans fans don't come out but um but yeah this past weekend even opening weekend it's been it's been awesome I, I still feel like we're not out of the woods yet. Like there's going to be no, a brutal I mean, I th- cold I think, weekend. I, well, I think uh, this coming up weekend supposed to supposed to be a little bit colder. That could I be. The I one. don't think it's going to be miserable, but yeah. but it's, it's going to be a little bit colder. And a big weekend coming up uh, against Liberty. Always mm-hmm. a very good team, good opponent. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they are. We've um we usually scrimmage them in the fall. Um, but yeah, they're they're quality opponent. And we're going to probably say that quite a bit when we talk to you during these chats <laughs> because. Cliff Godwin puts together a challenging schedule. We've talked about it. Part of it is just because of where we are on the map. There's so many great schools around yeah, us yeah, that play no. baseball, but uh, no, you know, you can't take any days off with the no, schedule. No, no, you can't. Because I mean, it's it's college baseball. Anything can happen. So um, you can never take a team lightly. Um, we just got to play our brand of baseball. If you got a question for Garrett or the other guys, you can get it in Facebook youtube or twitter just got one in a moment ago from steve who wants to know your first of all your favorite sport to watch other than baseball um favorite sport to watch probably college football college football is pretty fun to watch um but yeah football would probably be it i like watching golf too yeah yeah i've kind of gotten into golf i think i think covid did that to me okay like once covid hit people started getting into golf just because that was the only thing to do because it was outside so um i like watching golf so that was the part two of the question favorite sport to play other than baseball would that be golf um i i, I do like to play golf i'm not good but uh, i do like to play um I, I played basketball growing up i like i like to still play basketball time and time again but but yeah um you had have you had some fun days at daddy ficklin stadium during your time here oh like, yeah enjoy yeah, going yeah. to those games yeah i like i like going to football games uh, did you have a uh, team or players you liked growing up football-wise uh, when you were a kid? Um, well, my my family is a um, is our Steelers fans. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I have no family in Pittsburgh. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't know why we're Steelers fans. But right. I grew up watching the Steelers. So yeah. what's that? Uh, was that like the Palomalu era? Mm, yeah. 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 Early Big Ben. Heinz Ward. Yeah. yeah. Randall L. 
mm-hmm. that that crowd uh talking to garrett sailor dylan uh, wants to know your favorite menu item at chico's yeah well i've only been to chico's maybe once or twice but anytime i go to a mexican restaurant it's got to be the acp okay yeah Arroz con pollo, believe arroz, that is. Arroz, arroz, arroz con pollo, yeah. yeah. There you like go. That. ACP, easier yeah. to say. Yeah. Uh, interesting question too from Dylan. Favorite way to get an out? Like I'm going to assume strikeout is the best. But yeah. he says, uh, for example, I like seeing guys roll over and pop up against Spivey. Mm-hmm. So let's take strikeout off the table, Garrett. What's your strikeout. favorite way to get an out? Um, I guess like a first pitch out. So or like yeah, first pitch of the of the bat those type of outs uh gets me off the field quicker all right uh one pitch one out yeah. easy enough um i think i've asked you the turf versus legitimate baseball field question mm, yeah yeah i think we talked about that a yeah. few weeks ago but yeah um i mean i would much rather pitch on a like on a dirt mound rather than a turf mound just because uh i get more traction off a dirt mound all right and for whatever reason uh we love food questions another mexican ish food question okay. cheap mexican food what's your taco bell order taco bell order it's the uh the quesadilla combo so it's like the chicken quesadilla with a with a hard shell taco um and you gotta get the baja blast (laughs) okay gotta gotta have the baja blast gotta have the baja blast uh hannah says not really a question just a compliment i was standing at the bullpen at unc for the last three outs heard uh that obnoxious fan heckling our guys kudos to the pitchers catchers for paying that guy no mind my seven-year-old was ready to karate chop him yeah yeah that guy i was in um i was actually in the bullpen uh i was getting hot in the bullpen those that last uh those last couple innings and there was this guy back there um he's not in the right state of mind but uh, hmm. but yeah he was heckling us saying some saying some stuff to us and we just kind of kept our head down didn't didn't pay him any attention and he just um and then we won the game and ran onto the field didn't really say anything hmm. but yeah uh so i guess it's different for a pitcher like lane hoover said he'll if it's good natured ribbing he'll go back and forth with somebody mm-hmm. and uh we've heard you know some other guys say that as a pitcher like are you blocking everything out or if it's yeah like decent trash talk will you go back at him or anything no i usually block everything out like yeah. when i'm when i'm on the mound i don't even look at the batter like I just focus on the catcher. Like some, some, I mean, obviously I'll look and see if he's a righty or lefty, but I'm not. I'm not gonna look at the batter to see who it is. But uh, yeah, I try to block everything out. And then, I mean, sometimes emotions will get to you, but yeah, um, it's nothing. It's nothing bad. Garrett Saylor joining us. I'm gonna ask you guys too uh, about Justin Wilcoxon and the importance of uh, your catcher. And man he's gone every just about every inning this year every inning but one i believe yeah i think i think like one or two yeah and uh has been good at the plate as well so what's that connection like uh with wilcox and some i remember greg maddox back in the day had his own personal catcher eddie mm-hmm. perez used to catch yeah. greg maddox but that relationship and and how's the uh, uh continuity between you and wilcox yeah i love Dove. i mean me and Dove have been together for four years now um got to know him over the years uh uh, but yeah, he he really he really gets to know the pitchers just from like how their their body type it or not body type but like their composure on the mound. Um, 
but yeah he's he's awesome and he, he's done a good job for us this year and uh yeah just uh, hopefully ryan mccrystal can can get healthy bringing up some yeah. younger catchers but uh wilcoxon has been uh a machine to this point yeah. catching all those innings uh craig says what is your favorite baseball moment of the year so far so, so small far. sample size there but how about this year um i mean i i gotta go with beating carolina twice i mean that was that was pretty good it's in-state kind of in-state rivalry um but yeah beating carolina twice winning the series against them and you mentioned it a moment ago i remember uh you and uh spivey went down to get ready to come in that late innings right mm-hmm. at in chapel hill mm-hmm. they brought in spivey to get the final three mm-hmm. outs had some stress but was able to get those outs but mm-hmm. i know you were ready to shut them down yeah, too yeah, right yeah i was ready to go <laughs> you wanted your number called mm-hmm. like we did uh we had to call you the other day to finish out a show a second <laughs> yeah, was, good job was, on that that was funny that good, was good great work um craig you know he's not going to answer this question i don't know why you asked it is there an opposing player that you just want to put the ball in their ear hole when they step up to the plate? No, I don't. I can't think of one. I, don't. <laughs> I mean, what a no. question. No. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I know it's like unwritten rules, old school. But like hitting a guy because they pimp it. I, like, yeah. why don't you strike the guy out? Right. Yeah. Like that's I would, what I, I would, think. I would much rather strike him out yeah. than than hit him and let him get on base. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know that, you know, if uh, if it's a close game, you don't want to hit them. If you're up no. like five, and that's what you do, I guess. But, yeah, I'd, I'd say go after the guy. Strike him out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's not what we're about, not what you see baseball is about. We're about just playing playing the game in the right way. Uh, boy, this is a good question from Steve. So let's say you're on and uh, you're out there and you're going uh, deep in the game. It says, would you rather have three hours of a baseball heckler just crushing you nonstop or a three-hour flight with a crying baby? I think that's an easy a heckler. One. Yeah, he- I mean, you're on the baseball field. Yeah, because when I'm, when I'm on a plane, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess I can have uh, some some AirPods in or something, but yeah. if I can hear the baby, I would. I couldn't, I couldn't handle and that. And you can't really go anywhere. At least no, uh, no. between innings, you could go out of the dugout or yeah, like, you know yeah you got your little room by the way do we see a behind the scenes of the celebration room i believe we did you see that on they, social uh, media i know i know up. uh yesterday we we ended up putting like some led lights in there <laughs> just out of nowhere we we're, we ran in there i think it was after moylan's home run and yeah we're, we're running in there and we're like where, where did these led light, lights come from but it was it was pretty cool i believe it was on oh, i gotta ask gross about that he had a selfie jungle leap yeah there. they've been doing that recently i kind of like it it's <laughs> like a yeah it's pretty cool all right so there's yeah, you guys there, there's the led lights ecu baseball uh, official twitter had it just a small three or four seconds so is that right after the home run? Yeah, it, it, they cross home plate. Um, usually, it's it's me or Charlie Hodges will stand outside of the dugout and try to wave them wave them in so they come into the party room. And that, I mean, that's like a post game celebration. So the entire dugout, the entire mm-hmm. team gets yeah, in there yeah, for the, the entire team is in there for a few seconds. Yeah, probably about five <laughs> and, five seconds, and then it's back to business. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So that's what you have to do now since there are no on-the-field yeah. uh, prop celebrations yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary, we asked you about the pitch clock, uh, all that stuff. Uh, we are a few weeks into the season now. Everything still okay? Yeah, I mean, I, I usually don't worry about it because I, I work pretty fast anyway. But um, it's definitely different uh, just from, like, you can't, like, step off. It's like a warning now. Like, you can't re- regroup or anything like that. Like, you got to get the ball and go. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we we really haven't had any trouble with it so far. I think we've it's, it's only happened to us like maybe once or twice this season. Uh, John on YouTube says Sailor likes Moe's. All right. I don't know if he's like a stone like do you, I do, like, do you I, like Moe's? I do like Moe's. I haven't been in a while, but I, I do like Moe's. <laughs> okay. John, thank you for letting us know that. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh Gary, let me ask you. Somebody had a question late in our show, either last week or two weeks ago, and I didn't I'll ask all the guys today, but how about your recruitment coming from what the uh the western part of the state ish? Triad. Yes, Where are you from? Triad. Yeah, Triad area. Yeah. Um so tell us about your recruitment in high school, who was going after you mm-hmm. and how you ended up here at ECU. Yeah, um ECU was the first school I talked to. I talked to NC State, Clemson, uh South Carolina and Carolina, but um I went on a visit to state, but I didn't I didn't really like it too much. Um but ECU stood out to me. It was just just all about the culture here um what they're about the fans are definitely a big part just just going to a game seeing how how they get into it uh during a game it just uh it really felt like home so yeah were you part of a showcase team yeah i played for the dirt bags okay mm-hmm. all right uh we had who else was a dirt bag on this roster Ooh, was, a lot of them yeah a lot of guys played for the dirt bags on, yeah on this roster it was cool um years ago mike mullis and i called a dirt bags versus canes game mm. in the winston-salem uh that was the, yeah that was winston dash i remember that i remember that game also so were you school. in that game i was not i was on the that was the like the team like above me the age group above me. okay right i think Ryder giles was on that was on okay that i'm trying to think of other uh, gavin i want to say was on yeah, the yeah, team yeah, gav might have been on the canes he was on the canes okay um I, I, yeah but i don't think he pitched yeah and um Maybe a catcher too, Seth Cadell. Seth Seth was on the Canes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I remember uh, that. That was pretty neat. I I'm pretty ignorant to that business, to that. Uh, mm. But man, it's a big deal. A lot yeah. of a lot of studs. Yeah, a lot of is. great players. It is, it is nowadays. Um, you see it all over social media now. It's just all these high school arms. You got 15 year olds throwing 96. Like, <laughs> I wish I could do that when I was 15. But I wish I could do that now. <laughs> Garrett Saylor joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, Garrett, uh, big week coming up. How do you like these uh, these road trips? These uh, kind of team bonding, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean it's awesome. It's our first road trip of the uh, of the season. Uh, get to get to know the players a little bit. We'll uh, hopefully do do a thing called Pirate Idol on the way to Charlotte this week. So we have new guys that'll that'll uh, sing a song. For the team and did you have to do that i did i had to do that we do it on the bus uh we put like headphones on so we can't hear anything mm. um saying so, we'll just and you're going acapella yeah just... yeah no, oh it's wow acapella. yeah what you, you, you what can, did... you can hear music in your ear, okay like the ear your ears but um but you can't hear anything like you can't hear them clapping and they can't, can't hear the music they can't hear the music they just hear oh, you they just hear you sing <laughs> yeah what did you sing um i i, I sung a taylor swift song oh but i don't uh i don't remember which one um, could be shake it off maybe i don't okay i, I forgot what it was by the way i found out just a few months ago first time i ever heard taylor swift's christmas song great song really uh no. christmas tree farm i'm trying to turn no, people onto it yeah, it's a great song i've heard that check it out sing it uh let's see uh out, well i have more questions about this idol so <laughs> did you get to pick the song or do they pick it for you uh, yeah we you get to pick the song um and you, hopefully it's a good song because if you don't you get booed 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, now I'm intrigued. I want to hear yeah. more about this yeah, uh, coming up ask, next week. You should ask Hoof. had to do it a couple times. Um, <laughs> just because just we, we love when Hoof talks. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jack says, what is your take on Cliff's glasses? Uh, I mean, if, if it helps him see better, I'm fine with them. I, but, yeah, I, I've i never seen him wear, wear those glasses before until the first game of the year. Um, caught me off guard. I was like, dang, coach. Yeah. But, yeah, good look for him. I'm, it's, it's all right. It's kind of like Clark Kent and Superman. Yeah. Like, he just kind of showed up with glasses yeah. in the third base box one day. Yeah. Um, Alex said, Virginia Tech used the prop once on the field. Mm-hmm then does it in the dugout is that too close to the line for coach g oh so i guess if you do it once you get a warning yeah yeah i guess you guys are just gonna avoid it yeah, altogether yeah we just avoid it i mean i think of our only prop or we we had the traffic cone yeah i don't even know where that is it's probably somewhere in the facility but i mean it's Cooch not, and tyler smith came in and stole it yeah or something. yeah maybe yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe smitty came in came back and got it uh garrett good stuff man uh good luck this week hope to see you back on the mound and uh you're feeling good ready to go yeah yeah all right sounds good garrett uh thank you we'll talk to you in a couple weeks man gotcha and joining us now east carolina pitcher carter spivey in the pirate radio studios carter how you doing man i'm doing good enjoying this nice weather absolutely and we were talking uh before the break chandler's a big golfer i said that if uh i was a golfer i'd say it's great golf weather how about you are you a golfer i am not a golfer i have never really gotten into it i've been to top golf one or two times and mini golf i'll, I'll play that all day long but actual golf not so much a lot of pitchers are golfer maybe i'm stereotyping but it seems like golfing is something pitchers do it is it is quite that's, yeah. that's, that's true maybe you'll get to it later in life maybe you still maybe. got a long life maybe it'll of grow it. on me <laughs> uh carter i don't want to typecast you uh closer starter whatever uh you're you're a pitcher i'll just put it that way since we've last spoke to you you've closed a game and started a game so let's go back to uh to chapel hill you were unable to start uh, that friday didn't play saturday uh but tell us about you know what you were going through health wise and how you were able to pitch on sunday Sure. So, uh, just kind of that whole week, just dealt with a little bit of arm soreness and just trying to be careful because this is a long season. There's yeah. no need to to push it um, this early. And um, Sunday, they had told me if if I felt good that I could throw an inning at the the back end of the game if they needed it. And I felt good warming up. And they said, "All right, whenever we need you, be ready to go." And worked out in the ninth inning. You you've had you know relief experience before, but coming in two on, nobody out stress situation in the ninth but that first out was huge catching that bunt but what, what's yeah. going through your your head and uh and and the guts when you uh, come in and face that high stress situation yeah so it actually believe it or not wasn't that stressful because like i like you said i've been in that situation many times before it just kind of felt like another day in the office but um really the, the mindset there is since it's first and second i can't really be too fine with how i'm pitching i got to be aggressive because if i try to pitch too fine um i can get behind hitters give them pitches to hit and they can do some damage so if i'm aggressive um attack the strike zone throw a lot of strikes and hopefully they'll get themselves out yeah is that a fine line between i want to get ahead in the count but i don't want to serve one up how do you kind of dance around that uh you can't really have that 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 fear in the back of your mind you mm-hmm. kind of just got to go for it because if you're if you're scared of getting hit then more times than not you're going to get hit or you're going to walk people so you just got to be aggressive in the strike zone and in that situation that's what i did you get that uh that final out amac makes a nice play mm-hmm. over to moylan for the win and uh 
what's that celebration like after a two-game mini sweep of North Carolina? Yeah, it was a, it was an exciting two games. We had to come from behind both games and played in front of a great crowd at home and on the road too. It was sold out at both places and two really good teams going at it. It was just a really really fun weekend, great atmosphere and it's just it's just a really fun moment, you know, just beating in an in-state rival like that. If you have a question, comment for Carter or for Josh Gross, you can get it in on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, and we will read it on the air. Um, and this one I mentioned to Garrett because he was in the bullpen with you, I think, in Chapel mm-hmm. Hill late yep. in the game. Uh, Hannah said, not really a question, but a compliment. I was standing at the bullpen uh, at UNC for the last three outs, heard that obnoxious fan heckling our guys. Kudos to the pitchers, catchers, for paying that guy no mind. My seven-year-old was ready to karate chop him. Uh, do you remember that heckling? I actually do. I do remember it. Because um, when I went down there before I started like warming up to throw, he was he was being pretty obnoxious. But once I started warming up to throw, I just kind of blocked it out. Yeah. I asked Garrett this. So, like, Hoover says – if it's kind of funny if it's nice ribbing he'll go back and forth with a guy you can't really do that though as a pitcher right you kind of or or do you i mean do you ever talk back to anybody uh no especially as a bullpen like in the dugout like i'll kind of be like loose or whatever especially as like a reliever because i don't want to be stressing myself out or getting mentally you know fatigued before i go in so i'm loose in the dugout but once i go down to the bullpen start getting warmed up that's kind of when i flip the switch it's like okay now it's time to to lock in and get get ready to work carter spivey uh joining us closed out the tar heels started against long beach state uh four and a third uh seven hits two earned runs two strikeouts no walks that's a good number 60 pitches thrown so carter what was good what was bad what do you want to improve on from saturday um, I was actually pretty pleased with how it went. I know I gave up, you know, seven hits, but really only two of them left the infield. It was a lot of a lot of small ball, and they, um, you know, they executed their game plan really well. They're a very scrappy team, and you know, I, I feel like I did my job for the most part. I threw a lot of strikes, executed a lot of pitches. Um, it was just just one of those days where they were getting getting some some. I guess infield singles, some lucky hits, and that's just the way the baseball goes sometimes. Coach O called it West Coast baseball. He said yep. it was typical West Coast baseball. I didn't know what he meant by that. He said just being aggressive, bat on the ball. They were swinging early in counts. They quite were. A bit. Yeah, I don't. I could probably recall you know a handful of times where they let me get to two strikes. They were determined to put the ball in play before I got two strikes on them, and you know obviously it worked out pretty well for them. And it felt like, because now I just assume you guys are going to score like seven runs in the eighth inning every game. <laughs> that's kind of what you do. Uh, your job, you know, your job's to win the game. Your job's also to keep your team in the game. You and the bullpen certainly did that on Saturday. Absolutely. We uh, we pitched through a good amount of traffic the entire game. You know, like I said, they were their, their game plan was to be aggressive and to just try to make our defense make plays and they did a really good job of sticking with their approach and they put a lot of pressure on the pitching staff and the the defense but i felt like the pitching staff as a whole like we bent but we didn't break you know what i mean we pitched through traffic all game and only gave up three runs which is which is really good um and then offensively you know it just wasn't our day and that's okay it happens sometimes we uh we had some good at bats but they were just a little bit better that day 
Uh, the offense showed up Friday and Sunday, uh, putting runs on the board. Uh, Saturday, uncharacteristically, three errors for East Carolina. Mm-hmm. Man, it's something Austin Knight, Coach Godwin, you guys got to be happy about. Just one walk as a team. That was Zach Root yep. uh, in his three innings. One walk on Saturday. That's a great number. That's a, that's a really good number, especially after uh, the Tuesday game at Duke. I think we, yeah. we walked like 10 guys or something like that. But and that was kind of the message going into the weekend is, you know, let's limit the walks and make teams – you know, beat them or beat ourselves, like hitting the ball, moving the baseball around. And I mean, this weekend you can kind of see it was a lot, lot different. And let I me mean, look at the box scores. We give up four runs Friday, three on Saturday, and two last or yesterday. So pretty good weekend of pitching. That's winning baseball. That's great pitching from the Pirates. Uh, Carter, the goal is to not have walks when you go out there every game, but that's not always the case. When you are walking guys, when the staff is walking guys, what is that? What is, what's going wrong for you? Sometimes it's just one of those days. Um, you know, this could, I don't know, could be tight on Pyre zone. I mean, you don't like to make excuses, but they definitely play a part. And then sometimes, you know, maybe guys you're not as locked in that day or you don't have the best feel for your stuff that day. And it happens. Um, the main thing is is just trying to address it afterwards, not make excuses for it, learn learn from it, and get better next time. Do you know the guy? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like in the press box, I see the same names umping a lot of games here in Greenville. Do you know who's back there and what he calls, what he doesn't call? I actually do not. I feel like I should know that, but I don't. <laughs> I think. I mean, our coaching staff, I think, knows them pretty right. well. But like I said, I don't. I don't really worry myself about it too yeah. much because i feel like you got enough to worry about that's that's right but i feel like <laughs> if i'm if i'm focusing on what i need to focus on it doesn't really matter who's calling balls and strikes you got a question for carter you can uh chime in as adam did he said carter do you think the players from other teams are a little jealous of the environment here at ecu and the fan base <laughs> interesting question um I feel like they kind of enjoy it, you know, because it might not be the same way for for everybody. We have a really passionate fan base, and I think when teams come to play us, they they know that we have that passionate fan base, and I think it it kind of pumps them up a little bit that they know they're gonna be playing in front of a great crowd and makes them play at their best, which we love. What's awesome for those regionals here? The main team everybody's rooting for is East Carolina. The next team everybody's rooting for is the four seed, and it's been. Uh, Quinnipiac, it's been, uh, was it Norfolk State? Uh, or Norfolk State, they yeah, came in. and then Coppin State. Coppin State, yeah, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Um, and the fan base just gets behind those guys, gets to know the players, and it is really cool. And I think you answered that question great. The players enjoy playing in on the big stage in front of knowledgeable, um, passionate fans, passionate fans yeah. and, and we see that every regional here for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's a fun environment. I don't think anything's ever going to top – regionals or super regionals here anywhere right. well let's uh let's do it again this year absolutely let's okay cool um <laughs> uh, let's see jansen says carter what is your favorite non-baseball sports movie a lot of qualifiers there favorite sports movie that's not a baseball movie favorite sports movie that's not a baseball movie I'm trying to think of mine i don't know i like a lot of baseball movies that's that's tough um I, get, I mean, I think I got one. I guess maybe the Blind Side. I don't okay, know. that's that's a tough one. I was gonna go. Remember the Titans? Ooh, that, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one too. That's the first one that popped in my brain. But Major League is my favorite sports movie, baseball movie, 
Maybe I'll have you seen it? It's I, old. I have. I'm a big Field of Dreams guy. Okay. I feel like that's like a kind of a nostalgic kind of movie. <laughs> I like it. Big very, fan. Very good. Very good. Uh, let's get to some other questions. Um, what is your favorite sport? Uh, Two part question. First, what is your favorite sport to watch other than baseball? Again, that's another good question. Uh, probably college basketball or college football. Okay. What's your favorite sport to play other than baseball? Basketball. All right. Um, favorite menu item at Chico's? Ooh, uh, you know, I actually don't really go to Chico's all that much. I go to uh, Me Cab over there by the uh, – right by the Publix and then Plaza Azteca, but I usually get, like, tacos or something like that all right. from all Mexican places. I'm pretty basic. You need to hit up Chico's. <laughs> um, and this was a good question, and you uh, specifically were named in this. It says, what's your favorite way to get an out – he said, I like seeing guys roll over and pop up against Spivey. So, obviously, strikeout is going to be number one. But Yeah, like, that's the most satisfying. Let's take strikeout out of the equation. What's your favorite way to get an out? Yeah, I guess a rollover ground ball would be good. Because um, I feel like, uh, other than striking out, that's probably the worst way a hitter can get out. Um, so, I'll probably say a rollover ground ball. There you go. I feel like we've addressed turf versus uh, grass field. Yeah, we have. I was talking about the, that. Na- the natural grass field, yep. Go back to that two weeks ago. And uh, how about cheap Mexican food, fake Mexican food? What's your uh, Taco Bell order? Do you have one? Yeah, I think I just get three or four just uh, beef tacos. All right. Just really simple. Simple guy. <laughs> Beef it up. Simple man. That's right. That's what the song says, right? That's right. That's right. All right. Um, uh, if you have any other questions, you can get them in for Carter Spivey. So coming up this week, uh, you looking forward to a little road trip here with the guys? Absolutely. A little spring break road trip. Garrett told us about uh, Pirate Idol. Yes. So that is a, a yearly installment. Um, every, every new guy that comes into our program, freshman or transfer, has to uh, get up on the bus in front of everybody, put on noise-canceling headphones, listen to a song, and then sing it to all of us and put on a little show. And, uh, you know, we vote throughout the the entirety of the thing on who wins it and who loses, and whoever loses gets a nice little surprise punishment. (laughs) Ooh, interesting. Uh, I don't suppose you'll tell me what the punishment is, will you? Uh, It's undecided. Oh, okay. To be determined. Just a little, little fun thing. What uh, what song did you have to sing? Or you get to choose your song, right? We do. So we what do song did choose. you sing? Oh, that was like five years ago. Um, Come on, Garrett remembered his Taylor Swift song, so you got to remember I, yours. I think I did Heartland by George Strait. Okay, it was a little inside joke back in the day. All right, but um, but yeah. Did you farewell? Like I did. I actually well, see, I was in the the final two for the worst. I uh, <laughs> I was paired up with. Connor Norby and I actually I, I did barely edge Norby out. So. Neither one of you guys seem like very emphatic singers. But no, we especially our, Norby. Our performances were nothing to write home about. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, Adam's asking, who is your favorite pro baseball team? Pro baseball team, Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. How'd you become a Yankees fan? Uh, grew up watching Jeter and Mariano Rivera, oh, yeah. and so I enjoyed watching, fell in love with baseball. And you you're still. So you're Yankees through and through now until right. the end. Yep. All right. Maybe they'll win again one day. 
Hope so. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about the opponents coming up this week? Queens College as well as Elon. Uh, you guys need to win a midweek game, Carter, starting tomorrow. 0-2 in the midweek. Is that just coincidence? one of those things? Like, Honestly, I, I really couldn't tell you. It's I mean, we played two good teams. Yeah. Duke, and, Duke and Campbell are, are really good opponents. And um, and Coach G says that like every every team we play is going to throw their best at us. Everybody wants to beat us because we have that target on our back. And it's going to be no different this week. We're going to get both those teams' best shots. Um, and it'll be a good good games. And as long as we focus on what we can control, you know, throwing strikes on the mound, tough up bats at the plate, making the plays in the field, I think we'll be all right. And that is. I don't want to say like stressful or exhausting, but you guys really have to do be up, have to be up every single game because that other team you got a giant target on you. That's right. That's just the way it is. Yep, that's how that comes with the territory. You want to you want to be the best, and everyone's going to want to beat you. There you go. Uh, Jansen says, Carter, what major league ballparks have you visited? Ooh, okay. Um, So the first major league game I ever went to was uh, I went to Camden Yards. I've uh, been to Nats Park, uh, Fenway, went to Yankee Stadium for the 2009 World Series. That oh, was, wow. That was fun, yeah. Awesome. Um, been to Dodger Stadium. Uh, I think Did y'all I, do that with the baseball team? Uh-uh. Uh, we went just a family trip out to I might have been LA. before you got Okay. Um, trying to think of other ones. I th- That's quite I a bit. Think, I think we went to Kansas City as well. To the waterfall out there, to Kauffman Stadium. Yep, I think so. Yeah, my uncle used to live out there. Um, I think we went to a Royals game back in the day when I was a little younger. But I think those are. Oh, we met to the Shea Stadium. Haven't been to the new one, but to the old Shea old Stadium. Shea. Yep. Uh, I've only been to Camden Yards and Old Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta, but uh, oh, I went, I, yeah, I went to Turner Field too. Turner, yeah. Uh, Fulton County, or excuse me, Camden Yards was really cool. It's it, at that time it had just opened in the early to mid nineties. But they built it almost like a throwback ballpark, sure. so it's got that classic feel to it. The yeah. warehouse, it's absolutely, cool. yeah, I like it. So, what's your favorite stadium you've been to, Ooh. other than Yankee Stadium? Since you're a Yankees fan, yeah, uh, I mean Dodger Stadium is really cool, just because yeah. it's a really historic place. But I think, I mean, Camden Yards is just a beautiful ballpark, you know. So I'll probably say or Fenway. I mean Fenway. God, there's so many good ones. But that's what I love about baseball stadiums is they're all unique in their own way. Johnny has a question. Johnny, by the way, is uh, partly to blame for your loss to Duke. He had to bring up Jacob Jenkins' Coward hit streak last week, mm. and Coward went over, left the bases loaded, and it's not Jacob's fault. It's, it's certainly not my fault. It's Johnny's fault. Unwritten rules of baseball, right? Exactly. There. Um, Johnny says, "Did you get a ring for winning the Valley League Championship with the Tom Sox?" Uh, I actually did not. The team I played on didn't make it to the to the finals. Johnny, you got to get your so. Johnny's our stats guy. Usually does a good job, <laughs> but not this time. Um, how about uh, I want to ask you about your recruitment to uh, to East Carolina? Right, so when you're uh, coming up high school, um, travel showcase ball they call it. I, I still mm-hmm. say travel ball. Yeah. Like I'm an old man. Uh, showcase ball. So what? Who was recruiting you? Who were your options? And mm-hmm. why'd you choose ECU? So I was kind of a late bloomer in that respect because I didn't start like physically maturing until junior year of high school. So I was a little behind people. Um, but the first team to contact me was VMI, my junior year of high school. And then the summer going into my senior year is when I started throwing harder and started getting some attention. 
Um, talked to Coach Roselle from ECU, um, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, Remind me again where you're from? Northern Virginia. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of all the ones. Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on this. But anyways, yeah, but um, it, was, it was a handful of really good schools and um, just kind of fell in love with the the environment here and the fans and the, the coaching staff. And it just seemed like, like home when I came and visited, just felt like the right place to be and where I wanted to spend the next, I guess, five years of my life. <laughs> so at that time... Um, I guess maybe you've heard of East Carolina, seen them play a football game or something. Maybe knew about the baseball program. Like, what did you know about ECU at that time? I I knew about the baseball program, but not. I, didn't, I really didn't know all that much, to be honest with you. Um, so I guess I was also kind of because like my dream school growing up was UVA. My uncle went there. It's pretty close to my house. So that's that was my dream school. And um, just when I came on a visit here, just kind of like the vibe of the of the town and obviously the coaching staff but there's more so just the fans you know the environment playing baseball it's like this they actually like they care about the team they care about you know the sport care about really everything every sport not just baseball it's really passionate uh, fan base and just really really fun to play in front of we talked about moylan and moylan is a maryland guy right Mm -hmm. yep talked about his bomb against virginia last year in the regional what was it like playing that school that you once wanted to attend and to beat them in such a great atmosphere last year yeah that's that was probably one of the most fun games i've ever played in just for that reason um it was i mean i don't think i've played in a more loud environment than that too that that ninth inning, I think I told you, I got goosebumps when I went out there. Oh, yeah. uh, and I struck out the first guy, and the whole state it was loud, and I got goosebumps. It was crazy. It was so fun. That's uh, that's pretty cool. You were able to uh, to be a part of that. Uh, interesting question here from Luke. At what age should a man stop wearing a backwards cap if he is not an active baseball pitcher? <laughs> <laughs> I say, I mean, do whatever you want. I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever makes you happy that's right that's right a little i guess kind of like a cali vibe i guess they kind of wear their hats backward out there a lot but i don't know whatever floats your boat all right uh and you are exempt to this because you are an active baseball pitcher so you're <laughs> able to wear your cap backwards uh great question luke if anyone else wants to get one in you can do so on uh twitter youtube or facebook let's see if i had any other twitter i think i got through all of them today we didn't have a lot of questions for you guys um how you feeling carter coming off uh a winning weekend and like you said you uh for the most part did your job on saturday so you feeling pretty confident heading into uh, another week absolutely absolutely and that's another important thing just keeping it in perspective it's not so much about like the wins and the losses and the stats I know a lot of a lot of guys can get caught up in that, but it's more so like the process and how you go about stuff. So if you're out there executing a lot of pitches, you're getting weak contact. I mean, that's doing your job. Give your team a chance to win. You can't really get caught up in the, really the other stuff because once you get caught up in that, then you're really going to live or die with the results of things, and it's not not the best way to do it. And Carter, <clears throat> Justin Wilcoxon was given individual honors for what he did at the plate the first weekend of the season, but. We pretty much need to give him recognition every week because he continues to go out there and catch and mm-hmm. play every game. And uh, he is uh, taking some wear and tear right now. But I know a, a pitcher's best friend is a catcher. And, and how about uh, Wilcoxon back there? I don't know how he does it, to be honest <laughs> with you. he I mean, catching nine innings every single day and hitting. 
Um, and not to mention, I mean, he plays at a really high level too. Uh, really good defensive catcher, really good hitter, um, just a really good guy, like all the way around. And it's it makes my life a lot easier knowing I got him back there because I know he's going to pick me up whenever I bounce a pitch or whatever. He's yeah. going to be back there to make sure it doesn't get by him. Doing a great job. Uh, Carter Spivey joining us. Adam said what sold Carter to ECU was when ECU walked off Virginia a few years back. <laughs> Travis Watkins. Uh, yeah, great memory there. I actually, fun fact, I actually was watching that game on TV. So Rooting I, for who? I actually was just a fan. Just a fan. Just why it was just on TV. And yeah. That whole that whole regional really. I was like, huh? Who's this? Who's this scrappy little three seed that's that's uh, winning this thing? And that was kind of out of nowhere too. ECU's bats have been pretty quiet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Got a man or two on, and then Watkins blast. Yeah. And it was really cool. They were that sent Virginia home. I believe, or either they went. Because ECU didn't play Virginia again after that. I think no, Virginia they, lost their next game. Yeah, I don't. I think did they play Bryant in the championship regional championship? ECU played Bryant that first game, and they played the four seed. Oh, it might have been. It was William and Mary. William, William and Mary sounds right. Another, I mean, my mom went to William and Mary, so that was her okay. school. So that might have been part of the reason we were following along. So well. we beat all of Carter's family schools, <laughs> and he was like, "All right, I got to join ECU now." That's the way it goes. That's right. Uh, Carter, thanks for joining us, man. Good luck this week. Thank you. All right. And uh, let me know how Pirate Idol goes. Can't wait to hear the results. Oh, yeah. We'll can't talk wait. To can't wait to see it. Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and joining us, Pirates righty, Josh Gross inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Josh, welcome back. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing great. Uh, the Georgetown Hoyas this year have scored 18 runs against Navy, 11 against UNC Wilmington, 13 against Iona, and they couldn't muster one hit against you yesterday. It's pretty cool, right? I guess that's a cool stat, yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, five innings, no hits allowed on Sunday. What was working for you yesterday? Um, just fastball slider for me yesterday. I didn't um, need to even throw uh, my you know curveball or change up the whole outing. So, uh, yeah, I guess I was just a, just a two-pitch guy yesterday, but it worked out. And um, that's that's pretty much all I threw the, the entire game. So those two were working. Why? Why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, I guess is right. that why you just stuck with uh, the? Yeah, two I mean, I mean that's always been uh, my like my bread and butter. Um, and you know, I've done a lot of uh, development in the off season and over the summer on on those other two, and uh, I'm very confident in them. But there was just not a time to or need to throw them yesterday because. Um, you know, like, like you said, they, they weren't hitting it to begin with. So until they can prove that they can hit it, then you can mix in the other two. But um, yeah, I guess it was rolling the whole game. Josh Gross joining us. Josh, what, how do you keep ba- batters off balance as far as first pitch fastball, first pitch slider? How do you know? Do you mix that up? Uh, do you know what the tendencies are for the hitter? You know, what's the science behind all of that? Uh, that's more of a question for Coach Knight. I don't know. I, I I trust him, and he studies that stuff pretty good. And yeah. and my job is just to to be able to command those pitches. So my job to keep them off balance is to show that I'm in the zone with those two. So it, it takes them off sitting on one. And um, yeah, I, I leave the, the the thought process behind that to our pitching coach. 99 pitches thrown yesterday. You didn't allow a hit. Uh, were you kind of bummed out that you couldn't go another inning or four? yesterday um, yeah i i don't know if bummed out's the right word i, I definitely I, I wanted to um but it was i guess it'd be more like a selfish thing if i really wanted to but I've, obviously i want to go back out there uh for a six and and go as long as i could but um we have no problem here you know at ecu passing the ball to the bullpen and uh 
you know, I, I can't be mad when the guys behind me are also really good, too. Coach O, uh, we had uh, Gary Overton on earlier in the show, said he talked to you, and you said that you weren't really thinking about the no-no as it goes. But how about when you're out of the game, you're watching the bullpen come in, are you thinking about it then? Like, all right, guys, let's let's secure this no-hitter we got going. Yeah, I don't know if that if, if that's the, the whole goal. I mean, the goal right. is to win the game, but obviously uh, – People, all, people, I'm sure, recognize it in the whole unwritten rule of you don't say anything about it. Um, but I, I just try to tell myself in the dugout, like, when those thoughts kind of creep up, you just kind of shut them down and focus on just getting to the next pitch. Uh, ten strikeouts yesterday, four walks. You probably want to get that walk number down, yeah. but ten strikeouts to four walks isn't a terrible ratio. So how'd you feel about that? Yeah, the walks, uh, the walks are a problem, and I've I've had that problem every outing I've had this this spring so far. But that's just something else to work on, and um, part of that for me, I think, is just being not not having to be so fine, and when I'm ahead in the count, like when or when I'm when I'm even in the count, you can you can be a little more fine and try to make a a better pitch when you're you know it's 0-2 or 0-1, but when it's 2-2 or 1-1, those are times just to execute your pitches and and I think that's when I when the walks came in is when I would get ahead of guys and then try to expand when I shouldn't have and and so that's just the point of emphasis going forward is getting those walks down because at the end you know the walks raise your pitch count pretty high so just eliminating those maybe I get to go you know six seven eight. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, talking to Josh Gross here in the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, really good pitching for ECU uh, throughout the weekend. And we talked to Carter Spivey. The game the Pirates lost, uh, he pitched well. The bullpen pitched well. Just couldn't uh, muster enough runs. And then yesterday and Friday, more than enough runs for you guys to yeah. win. So just one of those things. Yeah, you know, um, anytime that that a, our, our pitching staff can give up less than five runs we feel confident that we're going to win the game and and our offense is good enough where we know that they can put up runs like you can see in those big innings whenever we want and so Saturday was just one of those games where we didn't execute when we needed to but um I thought the pitching was great and the, and the hitters were great all weekend too just we couldn't you know when you know what in the fifth inning or something whenever we scored those two runs on Saturday we just couldn't do enough that inning to scratch more and carter said it was important coming off the way the team lost against duke midweek to have a good pitching weekend and you mm-hmm. mentioned walks uh walks was an issue in that loss to duke but to bounce back respond from that that, that was huge for you guys yeah i don't think we had we might have had one walk on friday night and then a few on saturday and obviously i had my four on, on yesterday but um yeah our goal as a staff and, and our as a team is just to not have to ride those highs and lows just to be as consistent as you can. The way you do that is by bouncing back from a tough loss at Duke and not overthinking it and just getting back to it on Friday. You got a question for Josh? You can get it in on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. We'll ask uh, some of your questions here momentarily. Pirates coming off the winning weekend, Keith LeClaire Classic. You get to rock the uh, the sleeveless 23 jerseys, the 23 hat. How cool is that to... Uh, have the entire team wearing the old number of Keith LeClaire. It's awesome. I mean, I think the I think the the fans love it too. But um, you know, obviously, not no one that's a player here ever played under Coach LeClaire. But uh, we everyone that comes in this program knows his story, and we're 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 taught it, and it means a lot to us. And I know it means a lot to Coach. And um, it's always special putting those on. And a good winning weekend uh, to honor Coach LeClaire with a 2 and one weekend Pirates. Uh, by the way, for those we hadn't mentioned it, for people that care about the polls, um, Baseball America, which everybody was hissing at last week, actually moved East Carolina up after a 2-2 two and two week. Pirates go from 9 to 12. 
in uh, D1 baseball. Are you aware of those numbers, Josh? Do you follow any of that stuff? I've, I'm aware of them, but yeah. I don't try. I try not to pay too much attention to yeah. them. Not much you can do about it here in March anyway. Right, they don't mean anything in March. It matters when it's when it's June. That's right. Uh, talking to Josh Gross today, uh, rocking, I would say, a pretty solid mustache. How do you feel about the stash? Yeah, my, you know, I, I'm not a big mustache guy. I, I like my little five o'clock shadow but my mustache is a little blonde and yeah know. you might want to i might, darken I, I might it need to dye it or something i dyed it last year but it was it looked pretty bad last year too i got it like you look uh a little more clean cut than we've seen you the last couple of appearances yeah, yeah. i'm not wearing a hat yeah. i'm not wearing a hat right now so that's kind of a, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure why but just like you're ready for the first day of school yeah i am <laughs> I, I you know it's funny i always like i always dress up on the first probably the first two days like one on each because you know like you got your monday and tuesday right. classes and then that's like the only time of the year that I like put on a pair of like khaki shorts and maybe a collar shirt. <laughs> it's like sweats and gym shorts right. other than that. Pretty much. Right. Hoodie. I like the style. Backwards hat. <laughs> Josh Gross uh, here as the Pirates will hit the road for two games coming up this week and then midweek against, or excuse me, weekend against Liberty at Clark DeClaire Stadium next weekend. So first, I guess, true road trip of the year where you guys are going to be staying away from home so mm-hmm. is that exciting to uh to get a little team bonding going this week yeah uh road trips are always fun i i like being on the road um and it'll be good for the freshmen if to finally experience you know like staying in a hotel and traveling with the team and and um so yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to it and i've uh, been hearing a lot about pirate idol pirate idol yeah i forgot about that that's coming up that's a big deal what uh what song did you sing do you recall <laughs> i do recall I sang the national anthem. <laughs> That's awesome. And I got a standing O. Oh, no way. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, the national anthem. Man, was it? Uh, were people calling you Whitney Houston afterwards? Or yeah, there, there were some tears being shed there in the back of the bus. <laughs> That's great. All right, so uh, Pirate Idol. For those just tuning in, Garrett and Carter told us a little bit about it. So the freshmen, the newcomers on the team. Not just freshmen, the transfers too. Whoever's new, whoever has not sang, uh, will be singing on the bus to the entire team. And uh, you, you grade them. You, there is a grading scale, yes, yeah. in the process. Loser gets a punishment, according to Carter. Yes, there is a punishment. Wow. All right, so high stakes coming up. We'll get a recap on that uh, next week when we talk to the hitters, uh, Moylan. Lane Hoover and Jacob Jenkins Coward. Speaking of those guys, they said the plan is not to fall behind or kind of fall asleep and then score seven runs in the eighth <laughs> inning or whatever, but it certainly has gone that way. So uh, a couple of things there, Josh. Uh, it's 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 got to be confident building for you guys, knowing that if you're down two or three runs, it doesn't matter. We're going to come back and win this game. It probably gets into the opponent's head, too. Like, hey, these guys' late innings can get you, so be careful so uh, you guys have kind of built that reputation. I know you don't want it to be yeah. that way every game, but that's the way it's gone. It's worked for you a couple times. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a positive for a team to come to come uh, back and win a game when they're down a lot. But um, the goal is to to play good baseball through nine, and and we made a big emphasis on that last week about you know we we didn't think that we as a team have played our best baseball yet through nine innings, and, and we've kind of relied on that one big inning to get us through the hump, but. Um, yeah, I mean, any anytime you can have a come from behind win, it's a it's just a good confidence booster, and it does it does deflate the other team because they're they're winning for two thirds of the game yeah. and um, kind of flip the script. But our goal is definitely to, to win all nine innings, not just one. Josh Gross joining us. Josh, let's talk about the start against North Carolina, where 
you faced a lot of stress early on got at put yourself in some jams yeah. uh got out of some jams uh but how about that performance you go four innings you give up two earned runs again we said it with carter your your goal is to win but also to kind of keep your team in the game and battle you were able to do that yeah um like i said before the walks were a, a big problem in that unc game and and like you said I, I put myself in a lot of bad spots by getting behind a lot of guys early and walking dudes but um thankfully i i made enough pitches i needed to when i needed to and um it kept our team in the game long enough to squeak squeak out a win there but um yeah, I guess just the the cue there is just keep trying to hammer those walks, get get them down because uh, that just puts more stress on me, like you said, and and it gets that pitch count up. And uh, Josh, I got to mention it the the face you made on that home run you gave up was uh, I don't know if it was a face, it was almost like bewilderment, like wow, how far is this ball gonna go? Yeah, that was the farthest ball I've ever seen hit in a in a, in a game I've ever even been to. And Lane, you need to tell Lane to Lane at least move. Lane pretend just, he could catch it, like yeah. to move. Like, come yeah, on, Lane. I don't know. I, I had about everyone in the, in the dugout on the bus. Uh, not on the, well, yeah, because we went on the bus. We're like trying to avoid, like the like saying that. Like, well, that, that ball is really far. <laughs> well, after a win, but it's not as bad, I, right? So I got a lot of like Josh. I, I don't want to be mean, but uh, <laughs> like that was the most satisfying home run I've ever seen hit in my life. And I was like. Yeah, no, I had a pretty good view of it, too, off the light post. <laughs> uh, no doubter going against Josh Gross. Uh, more than made up for it, I would say, uh, yesterday without allowing a hit. You can't give up a 500-foot home run if you don't give up a hit. Yeah, I think yesterday was the first game I haven't given up a home run in a very long time, so that's always a good thing. Yeah, um, strikeouts and dingers, that's kind of your book. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> you take away one of those, and uh, we'll be doing all right. But like, what? I don't like that at bad in particular or home runs you have allowed. What is that you missing? Is that yeah? They're just mistakes. I mean, yeah. the home run in North Carolina was supposed to be a fastball away, and I threw it right into his barrel. You know, was, I missed in, and and good hitters make you pay, which is part of the learning curve of college baseball. Is learning that. Um, and I, this isn't new to me, but it's something that is just a, an adjustment you got to keep continue to make. Is that not they need to be perfect, but if you're not in the zone enough, like I had a lot of walks that game. If you're not in the zone enough, then then the mistakes they eventually come back to get you. So um, I guess I, I mean I, I deserve that for for missing so many spots earlier in the game. And we talked about it with Carter a moment ago, but you guys are you got a giant target on you. Wearing that ECU uniform, uh, what you've done in the past, what you've done so far this year. So, not that you're not going to be jacked up before every start anyway, but you really do have to bring it every single inning, every game, every pitch, because those guys are, are dying to beat East Carolina. Yeah, we, we, we always say that uh, everyone's going to give us their best shot, and um, we, we take pride in that. We, you know, we want that because that just makes us better in the long run when we get everyone's best shot. Um, it just makes us more prepared for when those games are more on the line down the stretch, and uh, and we we don't we like have the target on our back. To be honest with you, talking to Josh Gross. If you have a question for Josh, you can get it in. One thing I've been asking all the guys, Josh, uh, is how they got here. Uh, what was your recruitment like through high school, through uh, showcase baseball, whatever you played coming up, and uh, who were your other options, and why did you end up deciding to come to ECU? Um, well, I, I wasn't really recruited out of high school that much. I uh, I went to three high schools, actually, and my first high school was, uh, was on Camp Lejeune High School, and, and it was just a very, very bad spot to play baseball. 
um, I remember the first the first day of varsity tryouts. Our coach, who was really we're very close now, we, we stay in touch. She was just trying to you know explaining to kids like how to throw. Like we want to mm. separate here and you want to step. And my brother and I were like, this is varsity baseball. Like, wow. Why are we doing it? Like, that, that, that's something you learn when you're seven. <laughs> right. So it was, you know, it was tough. And then I transferred to Jacksonville my junior year. And that's where I started to really get some, some more attention. And uh, I got my first offer from UNC Wilmington uh, that spring after my first game that spring. And then my second offer was from Campbell. But uh, ECU recruited me starting in that fall. I went to like a, one of those sign up online camps and my mom like you know saw it on the, on the email and signed me up so i always i always say that i i came here i, I had the best 400 dollar chick-fil-a sandwich of my life because uh, that's what they give you for lunch but uh <laughs> but I, I went to a camp in the fall and i pitched good and then ever since then coach roselle uh he would call me like once a week and and start to build that relationship but they didn't offer me until the season was over and i was kind of getting um pressured by those other two schools to make a decision Campbell actually only gave me a week to make an offer to make a decision and that conversation didn't go well um but uh I, I really was considering going to UNC Wilmington and Campbell to be honest with you but um yeah I, I want I just wanted to see what EC was gonna was gonna offer me and um at the end of the day I it wasn't it wasn't the most financial support that I got from ECU, but it, I'm so happy that I came here because it was a school I wanted to go the most and it was a school that I felt invested the most time in me recruiting and I had a, a way better relationship with the coaches here than I did at any of the other schools and um, so all that really happened in the spring of my junior year I didn't get recruited really at all through summer baseball or travel baseball so kind of a whirlwind then you had to make a call make a decision there yeah but I, I was super excited and my brother went to school here at the time so I was excited to be able to go to school with him and I was extremely happy with my decision. To come awesome. Uh, UNCW coming up on the schedule, uh, home and home later this year. A similar, maybe a smaller degree, but a, um, a rabid fan base. I know at least when East Carolina goes to Wilmington, those fans like to get on you. So Yeah, they, they have some good chirps out there. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, Hannah said that uh, she didn't have a question. She had a compliment. And it was great to read to Carter and Garrett because those were the guys in the bullpen late in that game against North Carolina. But she said, I was standing at the bullpen uh, at UNC for the last three outs, heard that obnoxious fan heckling our guys. Kudos to the pitchers and catchers for paying that guy no mind. My seven-year-old was ready to karate chop it. (laughs) Um, And Carter and Garrett knew exactly who she was talking about. Do you? I don't know. Yeah, you weren't out there. um, They had some pretty – I mean, they're just not funny. Yeah, like those those kids are sort of like the the only chirp that I heard. I was walking down to the bullpen to to start like stretching before the game, and some guy said, "We're a long way from Greenville." That's just not funny. Yeah, what is? It's also like not that far either. (laughs) (laughs) Relatively speaking, you go to UNC, you should be able to read a map. But um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't hear that guy. I'm sure that they were. So you're not bummed. You're not like upset that they're chirping you. You're upset that they're not funny. Yeah, like like if you're going to chirp someone, it should be funny. Yeah. I mean, you'll probably laugh on the inside about it, but you have a good sense of humor. Do you ever go back at people, or do you keep it in? No, that's just like not a good look if you're doing that. Okay, all right. if you did, it would be fun. If I was a fan, I'd probably have some good, like some funny stuff to say. <laughs> so once you're uh, you're done with your career, come back yeah. to the jungle. No, I'm gonna go to my son's little league games. And <laughs> start there. <laughs> start there. There you go. Uh, what's your favorite sport to watch other than baseball? I like watching college football a lot. 
and college basketball. I, I don't really. I mean, I, I love watching uh, Major League Baseball, and um, but college football is just is really fun for me to watch. Have you had some uh, fun days at Daddy Ficklin in your career? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, okay. maybe one or two all right good and uh you said you were unable to go to Minji's last saturday night when houston mm-hmm. rolled in but you watched that one yeah that i watched a, that game that, that game looked like it was a fun place that to was be. awesome yeah it was really fun all right uh what's your favorite sport to play other than baseball basketball right. or spike ball or ping pong what's spike ball so like one with like the little trampoline on the ground and the little yellow ball it's kind of like uh hmm. kind of like volleyball but you're supposed to hit the ball, it's actually nothing like volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like volleyball, except it's not. Chandler, do you got something? Uh, we got some breaking news regarding uniforms. Uh, Josh, what do you know about these powder purples that had just came out? What is that? Yeah, those are pretty sweet. Those Whoa. are sweet. You can see it at EC Baseball on either uh, Instagram or Twitter, but <clears throat> literally just came out five minutes ago. But uh, I'm assuming y'all are going to you okay are you tearing up over these they're so sick that i'm actually getting sick and carter's Um, up there modeling it and didn't even man are you up here too no no i'm not that important (laughs) (laughs) but those are sweet i'm I'm assuming that maybe y'all are gonna wear those one day this week yeah i I think we're in them tomorrow awesome the new powder purples yeah they're pretty sweet and we can't watch the game at all What's that? Tomorrow's on uh, Plus. Oh, okay, good. I would think good. you wear these at home, but... I hope you wear them at home. Those yeah. are awesome. Uh, wow. Man. You know what? I never knew powder purple was the thing. Like, powder blues you hear about all the time. People, like, teams in the 80s, every team had powder blues almost. Uh, but those are nice. Yeah, those are cool. All right. I like that. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, kudos to the players, too, for not uh, dropping any hints on that. Well done keep uh keep the inside stuff on the inside all right what were we talking about oh spike ball uh, spike we had moved ball, on yeah. from spike ball i don't know hacky sack's good too yeah i'm glad i like that's... backyard games i don't know volleyball's fun to play uh, cornhole cornhole's or... good yeah we have some good cornhole players on our team uh what is your you ever been to chico's team? yeah what's your favorite menu item there i think i've only been there a few times i, I went there with my dad and um we got I got like, the hungry pirate. Oh um, man, that is like they that just big put burrito. everything yeah. in one burrito. Yeah. So good, it's like a meal and a half. Um, favorite way to get an out, and Dylan said I like seeing guys roll over and pop up against Bobby. So like strikeouts, the obvious answer. Favorite way for me to get an out? Yeah. Other than strikeout, what's your favorite way to get an out? <clears throat> I love when people like hit a pop up in foul territory. Like to the catcher or something. Yeah. Don't even get just it in fair. There's just no shot that's going to be fair. Yep. All right. I like that. Uh, and now, cheaper fake Mexican food. What's your Taco Bell? Order? Actually, I changed my mind. Double play. That's my favorite way to get it now. All right. A little 643 action. Yeah. Um, favorite, uh, what's your Taco Bell order? I don't really go to Taco Bell. Good answer. I'm not a big Taco Bell guy. All right. Uh, let's see. What other questions do we have? Probably Baja Probably. Blast. Okay. Second yeah. time I've heard that today. A lot of Baja. Um, I'll ask uh, a question Jansen had. What major league parks have you visited? Um, I haven't been to that many. I've been to the Padres Stadium, the Angels Stadium, National Stadium, Nationals Park. Uh, the Padres one looks pretty cool. Yeah, I, I was very young when I went to that, so I, I really vaguely remember that. Is but, it the one they play in now? Yeah. I like the thing they have in left field beyond the fence. It's like 
I don't know, like some kind of warehouse looking yeah. thing. Uh, I've been to the Brave Stadium. Is that SunTrust? Is that what it? Yeah. I hadn't been. And then um, I think that's it. I, I have Oh, and I went to Fenway this summer. Nice. What's your favorite non-baseball sports movie? So favorite sports movie that's not baseball related. The Longest Yard. Mm, the newer or one. Or Blades of Glory. <laughs> Probably okay. Blades of Glory. All right, Blades of Glory. That's an unbelievable sports movie. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen it. I'm aware what? of it. It's uh, is it Will Ferrell. Yeah, they, yeah. In uh, I forgot the other guy's name, but they do some pretty cool stuff. In so you recommend Blades of Glory? I I highly recommend Blades <laughs> of Glory. Fair enough. All right, Jack says, uh, "What's your take on Cliff's glasses?" <laughs> I I asked him about that when I I saw him for the first time this year, and um, I I think he he looks good in them. Yeah, yeah. It makes uh, a man look more intelligent. Just put on a pair of glasses and. You look like you know something about something. That, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. Uh, what is your favorite baseball moment of the year so far? Small sample size, but like how about for, for our team this season? Yeah. Um, I think the best game, like the best environment we've been in, was Friday night um, against UNC. Just the, that that crowd just felt like a like a regional or super regional atmosphere. So that what was it the eighth inning. That eighth inning was probably the best. Uh, it was awesome uh, to see just the merry-go-round start with a walk and mm-hmm. just go from there. And uh, those bats got rolling. And uh, the felt kind of the same way, was it the other night when uh, like a leadoff walk and crowd gets yeah. into it? And yeah. I felt like, and I even said it, I felt like against Duke when you guys were getting blown out. I was like, well, the Pirates are going to score some runs. I know. Gonna, I, I was you know? the same thing. I was like, I mean, I was like, I mean, we're known for this. We're going yeah. to we're going to put up ten in the nine just to like just to just because we can. Yeah, <laughs> I feel, and that's uh, that's what this team has done. They they've given belief to folks watching that anytime they can turn it on. But solid start to the year uh, for Josh Gross and the Pirates. Uh, you'll be back on the mound. Uh, if all things go right, uh, this weekend against Liberty. Yep. I'm assuming uh, you don't know much about them right now. No idea. No idea. Well, are you involved in the meetings uh, midweek? Even though you're not going to be throwing. Uh, how much, yeah, know. I mean, they're, they're, uh, the meetings we have are like, well, like they'll have like a hitters meeting and then a pitchers meeting and then like a team meeting before the game. So the pitchers meeting is they're they're not really individual. They're all just like, guys, this is our game plan. Mm-hmm. These are the guys we got to keep an eye on and just like, how are you guys feeling? Pretty much. And uh, you, I believe you said that usually your arm hurts the most the second day after pitching. Is that right? So like today, yeah, the okay. second day is the day I have the most soreness. Yeah, if it hurts, I have it. Probably would be concerned. Soreness. Yeah. I should have used that word. Uh, so after throwing ninety nine, how's it going to feel tomorrow? You think? Pretty pretty sore. Yeah, yeah. It and was, then it was sore. It was pretty sore today. Just and I played very very light catch today, and it was very sore. And then it's good again when like a hundred percent. I mean Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you'll be uh, ready to roll this weekend as the Pirates take on Liberty. Josh, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, keep up the good work. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.